Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. <laughs> Welcome to The Funniest Thing. <laughs> yes. Where each week we share stories about how <laughs> stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. hi I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Now that's gourmet. Yes, it is. And you know what, Ed? What? Altitude is everything. Altitude is everything. That is correct. Today's show is called Altitude is Everything with Reverend David McClure. The most incredible thing we can do for another is to rise above doubt Concern and worry and imagine love and joy taking over their life. Seeing them smiling, joyfully guided by love is aligning with God power and always leads to better than expected results. And during the second segment, our guest, Unity Minister David McClure, kicks us up into the high watch with today's daily word, pray for others. (sighs) Man, speaking of that's gourmet, I told you the other day I paddled out into the surf after I got back from... Unity Village. Oh, this is a good, funniest thing reference uh, to last week's episode. Yeah, and then uh, uh, my buddy Richard Johnson, whose grandmother, um, what's her name, Fannie Mae Johnson, who lived to 107 years old, was a a Unity uh, subscriber, loved the Daily Word. Her mantra was, I can, I will, I must. She lived, like I said, to 107. At 104, she would... Insist on making her own tea and would say, I can, I will, I must. And so, uh, but he paddled out. I saw Richard in the water in Santa Monica here. And I asked, he paddled back out after he caught a wave. And I said, Hey, Richard, how was your wave? And he said, That's gourmet. Everyone's <laughs> saying that's gourmet. Yeah. So thank you for listening to the show, Richard. And, uh, tune into last uh, week's episode, which was live from Unity Village with Tom Thorpe. Do you remember the name of the episode? Hmm. It wasn't called That's Gourmet. It was about breathing. Oh, enjoy oh, fresh, fresh breath, breath with, Tom, with Thorpe. Tom Thorpe. So check that out to hear more about That's Gourmet. I'm excited for our speaking of fresh breath. Well, there's the perfect segue. And uh, today's breaths are very simple because, well, as we said in the in the description, the most incredible thing we can do for anyone else is rise above doubt, concern, and worry, and imagine love and joy taking over their life. Yes, and joy is the strength of the Lord, meaning if you're feeling joyful, that means you're really accessing God power. Yeah, so that means us feeling good is the best thing we can do for another, for another person. We're going to read some stuff from Butterworth about that very subject, but for the for uh, for now, let's take a breath to clear our mind. Uh, when I pray for your delight, I feel high as a kite. Ah. 
when I pray for your delight, I feel high as a kite. Ah. When I pray for your delight, I feel high as a kite. Yeah. Oh, What did you want to tell everyone? Well, this reminded me of another fascinating three breaths. Yeah. From when I was a kid. What was what were they? Don't cook tonight. Call chicken delight. <laughs> now was that a place that would, would deliver chicken to your house or? Yeah, it was bucket of chicken before the colonel. Oh dude, that's nice. That's real nice. So uh why don't we start with a little reading? I think this is Oh, we got song. a reading from uh Thorpe's book too this episode. We do. This first reading was from Celebrate Yourself by Eric Butterworth, which was gifted to us by Lila Herman when we were there sort the first of, time we went to Unity sort Village. Of like an energy exchange. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and he, Wait, tell people where they could get our books if they're interested. Not our books, but any of the books we read from. Oh, DarylNed.com. Go to the uh, reading list. There's a tab there, and you can order these books from Amazon or wherever you want to order them and have them delivered to your door. for Quick links for a penny, as low as a penny, some of these books. Yeah, so this one's called Celebrate Yourself. The chapter is called How to Change Others. And since the daily word today is praying for others, and their title is uh, Altitude is Everything. Yes, it is. So... It starts by saying, again, the chapter is how to change others. Eric Butterworth says, the attempt to change people is the greatest energy waste of all. Not because people can't change, but because change is a growth process from within. In most cases, the desire to change another person arises from the very subtle urge to make him into something he is not. The other soul can never be anything other than what he is, though his potential may be seriously frustrated. It is a perfectly natural thing to see the needs of people and want to do something about them. However, much as you want to change another person, the first step is not to set him right, but rather to see him rightly. So here are four ways in which you can be an influence through which changes oh. can be affected in the um, oh. which changes may be affected in the lives of someone you are concerned about. Oh, you want to say something? Yeah, I got excited because I want to remind our listeners when we say seeing people rightly. Go on. We don't mean specifically imagining they're going to do our will or come around to see things the way we think they should. Good point. What that means by seeing people rightly yes. is simply imagining their highest good. And the easiest way for me to do that is mm-hmm. I just choose to imagine them happy and joyful right. in their life. With their families or with their place of employment or wherever they go, I imagine them smiling and enjoying them receiving love from people on their path throughout their day. Because that is the highest form of prayer. And that's really getting to that altitude we're talking about in tune with god and because that's another way of saying see them the way god would see them yes and believe it or not god is not judging them at all no god is seeing them as the loving joyful joyful creation that they are so this is perfect because he says first pray about the person prayer for oneself is a matter of lifting one's consciousness from one level to another but how can you lift the consciousness of another person you can't You can only lift your consciousness no matter how concerned you are about someone else. And yet you can be a great help. The starting place is your concern. When you rise above this human perspective, you will begin to feel at peace about the person. And then you can whisper a quiet namaskar to him. This means that the divinity in you salutes and relates to the divinity in him. Feel good about the realization that beyond the appearances Appearances, there is an allness within his illness, an all-sufficiency within him seeming insufficiency. How long should you pray for this one you want to help? As long as you feel concerned. Whenever there is a feeling of release and inner peace, the work is done. You know what else is great about that? Yeah. We've met some people over the past few weeks who are in new positions, and some people are in positions of leadership. Yes, 
And this I can refer back because I, I was talking to a, to Tom Thorpe's congregation on Sunday. Right. And this actually dawned on me, which I never it wasn't really clear in my mind before. Yeah. But when I was the military liaison to the uh, to the Honolulu law enforcement community, when I was in the military, it started off as the law, the civilian law enforcement was pretty aggressive towards the military at mm-hmm. that time and for good reason i mean we were you know there was there was a lot of problems with guys transients because the military is a lot of it's a transient service you come in you get young yeah. kids 18 okay. 19 so they're going to be you know sowing their wild oats as you call it yeah <laughs> yes so i was i felt i was in over my head like, how am I going to do my job plus win over all these people yes. that already see me as the enemy? I could feel like. Right. So I had to do exactly what Butterworth suggested. Yeah. I would just imagine myself as an ambassador of God's love. I'm going to be the best example of a guy in the Coast Guard. Not by arm twisting, but just by going through my day being kind. To people on my path, like yes. the jo- I, f- I like had to move getting my job done to the second position, and I had to put which seems like being frivolous or silly at work, just walking around going, "Hey, how's it going? How are you yes. doing?" And that, doing that, I ended up succeeding in my job. Yep. Because I wasn't making, I got to get this. I got to find this guy. Right, I got to impress right. my boss. I also got to win over the right. captain of the police department. I want them to like us again. I just forgot about all that. And Mike Dugan would keep reminding me of this. No, just all your job is to just be an ambassador of God's love. Dude, that's awesome. And what happened was, well, you know what happened. I ended up years later getting an accommodation mail from the army that says his personal efforts created harmony between the military services and the civilian law enforcement community. But it really wasn't my, the only personal effort was me turning it over to God and joyously being like, well, isn't it funny? Saying hi to people. Isn't it funny though, that the military acknowledged, like you were about to say, well, it wasn't my effort, but it was. And then yeah. you, but it was your effort, and the military actually acknowledged. Yes, it was your effort, which was to keep turning things over to God yes. and be joyful. That's and that's exactly what the next part of what uh, Butterworth talks about. He says, second, establish yourself in the conviction of the divinity of man. Practice believing in people. Yes, instead of generalizing about the limitations of a people or groups. You just can't trust people these days. Mm-hmm. Look for the good performances of people and generalize them. Aren't people wonderful? One of the most effective things a parent can do for a child, a teacher for a student, or an executive for an employee is to believe in him and let him know that you do. Dude, this is goes on third. If you really believe in people, you will find it easy to bless them. Yep. And you should do this. When you meet and greet people, when you talk or write to them, let your faith in them flow through a namaskar attitude. It says here, a large portion of the good life will open to you like a new horizon yes, that's of happens. abundant living. When you really understand Jesus' turn-the-other-cheek technique, we can't control the actions or behaviors of another person, but most certainly we can regulate what we react negatively to. When we discipline ourselves to turn quickly to a higher level of perception— we may be amazed at how rapidly other persons begin to interact with us on the higher level. All people with whom we have communication unknowingly and yet dramatically will begin to act more friendly and loving and harmonious. You know what else is funny that we may overlook that actually goes hand in hand with this? When you're in traffic or when there's people online that could, you know, yes. hate us at Starbucks. Anytime we're kind, or at least when I'm kind... The whole thing is instantly transformed. Like I was going to say, like when I'm in my car and I never feel good about inching forward when I see someone in my peripheral vision trying to get on and I'm going to pretend I don't see him because I want to be in front. That never feels good. Right. And that feeling continues throughout my entire drive. Yeah. But. I always feel good, even though at first I'm going, oh, this guy wants to get ahead of me. But every time I just let him in, 
Yep. I instantly feel like I love that guy. Isn't it amazing? Like, well, that goes to, goes it, with the show. Altitude is everything yeah, because it, it switches. You're it. taking yourself out of the per, that altitude where everyone's just kind of like grinding yeah. eye to eye, just trying to push through. Well, we're all trying to get, yeah. you know, ahead. I but want you mine. See, you see the higher perspective and realize we're all going to get where we're going to go. Actually, by letting this person in, I'm going to save time because. I'm going to relax. Yes. I'm going to get in the flow. I'm going to start connecting with other kind people. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? It's it amazing. Really, and, and sometimes I feel like, oh, this lady in front of me, she took forever. Now she's struggling to open the door like at Starbucks. Yes. And the grumbling little competitive punishing me goes, oh, she's on her own. Let her deal with it. And I actually went through this once. But then I went and oh, I said, let me just – the kind part of me yeah. kind of pushed me forward. Yeah. In spite of myself. Right. But as soon as I opened the door and the yes. lady came out with this big smile. Right. I like fell in love with her. I yes. mean, in the way, like that healthy way. Yes. And I couldn't even believe I was the same. And you know how it feels when you're, yes. it feels constricted and you feel congested. Yep. I can't even believe I was that person just a few minutes before who could even think, ah, screw her, I'll let her open the door on her own. I wasn't even the same person. Well, it goes with along with this thing that I have to remind myself is that when I'm really feeling good, I'm not talking about when I'm trying to convince myself, no, pushing and and, and putting my shoulder down really does feel good. But I, when, I, when, I acknowledge that I'm, when I really feel good, I'm right. giving generously. Mm-hmm. It's a giving feeling. I'm flowing, yes. I'm generously actually appreciating the people around me. I mean, I got called in this week to, to basically the district knew this woman was uh, going to be on uh, maternity leave for right. a year. They didn't fill the position, but with a re- revolving door of substitutes. So at this point, a few months in, these parents are going, yeah, they're just starting to rumble, grumble. And some of the concerns that they already had, now they're using this as their excuse. Right. And, you know, because... Uh, so the district called me in. I, uh, when we were in Missouri, I got these texts. Can you help us? And I said, well, I'll be back Monday. So I went in and talked to the person Monday. Basically, they're like, we need you to go in this classroom a couple hours a day so that we have a credentialed teacher in there and to calm the situation down and right. go to some of the meetings. Right. So, you know, I'm going in there going, hmm. Because so I get introduced to the teacher and I'm thinking, I don't want to be the guy who's supposed to be like saving this classroom right. or, you know, like they're like. Here's this guy we're Well, because that's in. not God power. That's exactly. like dumping it on personal power, which yeah. is, is like a burden. So instead, I've been – I set up my schedule, but more than anything, I've been blessing all the families. Yes. In my mind, just letting them know. You're in good hands. Yes. I've been letting the teacher know how great of a job she's doing. I've been letting her know that I'm only there, you know, just to have that voice of uh, that everything's going yes. well. I connected with some of the people that I might have been tempted to judge in the past. Of course. Some of the assistants. And we got along well. And she started, one of the assistants started talking to me. And we became quick friends. And uh, it was all because of, like, like you said, altitude is everything. Because my job is to not get mired in the, the current situation of tension and people doubting yeah, themselves. Yeah, the lower frequency. My job wow. is to go in there and go, look, everything's going fine. And I really believe that. And I'm, I, I will go- yes. confidently be able to tell whoever needs to know, look, they may not be credentialed at the moment, but I'm here to advise them. And they're already running a wonderful program, which yes, is true. I was very impressed. You know what? That's all like I was narrowing down. What is because a lot of people say I'm supposed to be a service. Think of how I could be a service and all this burden. People make yeah. service or helping others, even your right. situation. Right. It could seem overwhelming if you don't reduce it down and simplify it. Right. I've actually been getting a lot of, um, I want to say, a lot of help with my own mind yes. wrapping it around like, oh, my God, how am I going to be able to figure this out with this guy? You yeah. know what I mean? Any situation lopped on me where yeah. it's a relationship thing and I'm here and they expect me to somehow – you know, yeah, well, I always tell you, you're like the Coast Guard. You're the first guy to rip off. You go to some place and you think you're going to have a relaxing day. But you're like the first guy who's going to rip off your clothes and dive naked into the, <laughs> you know, to the sea and try right. to save people just because it's almost like that's you have to actually temper that within yourself. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. This is how you help me because that actually pointed it out. He goes, yeah, a lot of time you go to hang out with some of your friends or you go to do something in a specific service group and you go in there thinking, oh, it's going to be relaxing. Yeah. I'll be a service, you know, pat someone on the back. 
But then you get sucked in. Next thing you know, you're, you have no shirt on. You're swimming in torrential seas with a yeah. knife between your lips yeah, yeah. going out there to save somebody. Uh-huh. And then I talk to you later and you're like, oh, I My need a neck. My neck hurts. So it brought this up. So what it helped me do was reduce what is really our responsibility yeah. with helping others. And I just reduced it all the way down to encouragement. That's it. There you go. That's it. It's just encouragement. That leads to this last piece of reading. We'll go to the break, and then we'll come back. It says, fourth, this is the fourth thing you could do to change others or help others. Right. Fourth, act as if the change you want to see manifest in another person is already taking yes. place. It will give you a sense of release from the pressure and pain in your relationships. Goethe said, or Goethe said, when we take a person as he is, we make him worse. But when we take him as if he were already what he should be, we yes. advance him to what he can be. Certainly, okay, this is the wrap-up. Certainly pray for people, but remember, you must change your thought about them. Believe in people. Hold to the awareness that every person is a child of God, no matter how he is acting. Salute the divinity within people. See them and deal with them in the uh, namaskar consciousness. But most importantly, treat them as if they were already what you believe them to be. In a very real sense, the only way you can change what another person is and does is by changing your thoughts of concern and by committing him into the Father's keeping. One last thing, because that just cleared this for me. When I talk about encouragement, I don't want anyone to think it means carry the load and really cheer them on until they do it. I just mean just encourage even in my thoughts or encouragement just to get their hopes up yes just to get their hopes up so they'll take the next step on their own yeah because once you've seen the possibility yes they can't go back they may fight and they can do that but at least you planted the seed yeah and it's not our job to drag them through to where we can see they can be that's a correct correct so coming up next unity minister david mcclure kicks us up into the high watch with today's daily word pray for others Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one. Please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Kintsugi is an ancient Japanese art form of fusing broken pottery pieces together by filling the cracks with gold. The resulting piece is not only restored and visually stunning, it also takes on a new life. Whatever has happened in the past, however broken we may feel, we can be whole again by filling our lives with the transformative power of God. Our experiences make us unique. The presence of God makes us whole. As Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Remember, with God, all things are possible. This mindful moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition, perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Take advantage of our 30-day free trial to the online magazine, plus a daily email with the Word for the Day and the Daily Word app. To sign up for a free 30-day trial, visit unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword.
It is the birthright of each and every one of us to live an awakened life. Most religions and spiritual traditions teach us that we need to adopt a certain belief system or follow some prescribed steps to attain a state of enlightenment. A long-held belief about awakening is that only a small number of people destined to become gurus or spiritual teachers can attain it. It is certainly true that until recent times, only a small number of people on the planet had attained this state of full self-realization. These saints, mystics, and spiritual masters were seen as special. They certainly were at the time. However, times are changing. This message was brought to you by T.J. Woodward, host of Awakened Living Radio. Learn more from T.J. on his weekly podcasts. Episodes are available on UnityOnlineRadio.org, iTunes, and Google Play Music. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to the other side of the break. Yes. Altitude is everything, Ed. That's right. What do you got for us? Well, I'm going to read a little something from Tom Thorpe's, Reverend Tom Thorpe's book that he gave us while we were in Unity Village called Through a Loving Lens, Gentle Observations About Life, Love, and God, which I have added to my morning routine. The little inscription he wrote, Ed, I pray, affirming that these stories bring you a smile and an insight or two. Namaskar, Tom Thorpe. That's him. Well, thank you, Tom, because they're definitely doing both of those things. And, and he has a chapter in here, a little essay called No Strings Giving. I like that. That's what we just talked about before the break. When we're giving these prayers, when we're blessing other people and affirming things for others, we really got to let go of any strings. Like uh, like Myrtle said in a reading from last week, don't look for signs and wonders. No. Just know it's going to happen. And enjoy that feeling. Enjoy and we, the feeling. And we also forgot to mention that one of the side effects of praying for others, whatever it is that we're praying for another, we end up receiving the benefit. When we're That's praying right. for them to have courage, we feel encouraged. When we pray for their yes. health, we feel the healing power running through no, us as well. No kidding. Yes, so true. So... On page 59, Tom Thorpe says, God gives for the sake of giving, just as God loves for the sake of loving. A true gift can only be given with no demands for a particular response. Joy for the true giver results from giving. If the gift draws an enthusiastic thank you from the receiver, if the receiver is obviously delighted with the gift we have chosen, that's a great bonus. We're shortchanging ourselves, though. When we allow the receiver's response to affect the joy, that's ours when we give with no strings attached. Every now and then, I like to test my belief in no strings giving by giving an anonymous gift, a gift that isn't an, an acknowledgement of a special occasion, sometimes even a gift to a recipient I will never meet. Oh, yeah. Giving in this way with no expectation of a response brings a unique joy. So does that mean... Leaving that dirty pair of underwear on Jeremiah's seat and us getting joy about leaving that gift counts as this no You're strings a fast giving? Study. That is exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> that is exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, we want to thank our listeners. Thank you, Courtney Johnson, for the 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 donation we received in the mail. Yes. We have some it wonderful letters. Show, which yes, we pay for you. uh lovingly out of the Well, we pay for the privilege to promote a uh, unity uh, and these principles. Yeah. Yes, and uh, that's how much we love it. So thank joy. you for joining us in paying for that privilege. Exactly. We have your letter we'll read in the mailbag. Uh we want to give uh encourage you if you uh especially around the holiday season, you can give the gift of thumb drives by Getting a thumb drive, putting on uh, some episodes of Funniest Thing. They're free. You can download at Uni- at iTunes or at the uh, Unity.fm page. Yeah, or there's a show Living in Joy. There's a, the Coach Carla show. There's uh, Touching the Stillness. Discovering Eric Butterworth. In the archives, there's tons of shows. You can put them all on the thumb drive and give them to somebody. It's a, it's like a modern version of a book or an audio book. Yeah, they're great for when you're in traffic or yeah, driving. It's wonderful. So. Um, yeah, if you want to send us anything, you can send us parcel post. Funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, 
Culver City, California, 90232. You can contact us through DarylAndEd.com on the contact page. Daryl is two R's and two L's, D-A-R-R-E-L-L and Ed.com. Uh, also, we have a Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. We we often get messages through there and posts through there. We appreciate those. We also want to talk about some funny things. But should we thank him first? Or Sure. I feel your urge to make sure we don't leave out. Yeah. I mean, because they wouldn't even have thumb drives of us on the air if it wasn't for our chief engineer here at Unity Village, Unity Online Radio, yeah. Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Makes this show fit like a pair of Jeremiah's underwear. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We did have some wonderful, (laughs) unexpected, better than expected surprises while we were at Unity Village. Hey, let's do this one first. Yeah, that's one of the unexpected surprises. Yeah, so we were in the bookstore. We had the privilege of running into. Literally. literally, No, literally running into. Kimberly Moreau. Well, she ran into us with her. Her dog Marley, her guide dog. That's the. Uh, he should be called the misguide dog. Right. It's a girl. Marley is. A oh girl. yes, found Marley that is out. a girl, and she told us that the the whole blind community loves our show. Yeah, she heard our voices, and she came to life because she's yeah. blind herself. And she said, "Oh my God, is that Daryl and Ed?" And we said, "Yes, it is." And she goes, "I'm Kimberly from Message of Hope." Yeah, and I got to tell you, the whole blind community. They love your show. Yeah, we got to give a shout out to Chico. We've yes. had, we talked about him in the past, and uh, she let us know he's still a fan of the show. So thank you, Chico. We should let you know that uh, Message of Hope provides free spiritual materials to those in need. It also provides resources in Braille and audio uh, slash CDs to people who are blind or visually impaired. The number for Message of Hope is 866-421-3066. You're interested in donating or interested in getting any of the materials they offer because they offer it to hospitals, to oh, like, yeah. people who are incarcerated, schools. And this is such a good message. Imagine someone all alone somewhere lost and yeah. then getting a, such a, a wonderful message, you know, that's uplifting and positive all the way around and not and not no finger waving in any unity no. uh, materials. That's right. Another thing is we... We're proud to announce something here. Oh, oh, yeah, but I was going to say, we realized if you ever go to Unity Village, you know, don't think that it's just the ministers, you know, or the people in the the school or... Oh, yeah. ...that are going to have what you're looking for. Everyone you meet at Unity Village obviously lives this stuff, whether it's the front desk people at the hotel. I mean, everyone you Rizzo. meet. Oh, my God. Everywhere you go. Bobby Carrillo, the maintenance guy. It's 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 rude to be rude at Unity Village. That, I mean, that leads us into the bookstore. Yes. Alicia, Paula, Anna. Well, we're happy to announce that Daryl's book is uh, actually on sale in the bookstore. That's at right. What if, right God, now. what if Godzilla just wanted a hug? So if you're in Kansas City or in yeah. that area or at Unity Village and you want a stocking stuffer, yeah. you can get a copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug yeah. there. And um, I was going to say, these three ladies, we met them because we walked in the bookstore. They they sell Starbucks coffee. Yeah, and sandwiches. So we walked in there every morning. The first morning we walked in, we walked in the middle of a conversation, but the conversation wasn't engaged except for one lady responding to someone. And as soon as we walked in, she was looking towards us and went, Ooh, nice. <laughs> and I said, wow, that's the best greeting we've ever got. <laughs> and they were actually talking to each other. And from that moment on, we became really close with all of them. Um, uh, Paula yeah. has a blind from birth um, nephew yeah. named Kobe. Yeah. And he is an amazing artist. I mean, he's a he is an amazing artist for someone who can see, let alone someone who is blind. Yeah. But he recently wanted to get into playing music. Yeah. And she told me the story that they were a little reluctant, you know, because this is going to be extra work. You can sure, understand this in a school yeah, district. Yeah, yeah. So Paula said, no, it's not going to be extra work. I can guarantee it kind of encouraged yeah. him to get in. Long story short, within a week, he was caught up to the kids that had been there. 
Well, before that, minutes. though, right? She had, this wasn't it before that where the teacher asked her. Oh, no, no, is, no, no. Oh, that comes okay, out. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. So, uh, because Paula explained, look, if you just play anything, he can mimic it. Whether it's a drum Wonderful. or on the yeah, piano, yeah, yeah. he can mimic it. So he proved that to be true, that to be the case. So he's rolling right along. He's rolling right along. Within a week, he's caught up to the rest of the group. And then the teacher says, okay, now that we see that, you know, he can handle this, um, what are your goals for him? Now, a lot of people would take that as like what musical goals yeah. you would think or right, right, what, right. what instrument. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I would probably because it's, like it's college a, or where, you know, like a professional. Yeah. Like there's a million ways you could it's a loaded, I better have a good answer yeah, for this one. Exactly. It's a loaded question. And Paula just said that she goes, well, I said just two things. One, that he'd be included. And two, that he learns to play an instrument. And I said, you know, I'm amazed. I said, that was the best answer yep. to be included. That's really all well, it should be for, for others. Yes. She was affirming the success of the teacher. Yes. The success of her nephew. All of these things in that one simple statement. Simple is always best. So we love the bookstore. Go there, get a, a, couple, a, a copy of uh, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug, Leading with the Heart Instead of the Chin by Mr. Daryl Fazzaro. It's a great price as well. Uh, Only ten ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. So let's give a. We want to get on to the daily word here, but let's give a shout out to the prayer line eight hundred now pray eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. That's Silent Unity, which Daryl actually got the tour. Yes, while he was there, it's amazing. We used it. We still use it. We used it for our last show. Actually, when we spoke over at, uh, you know, we 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 did a talk to the uh, leadership team at Unity while oh, we yeah. were there. And we actually got kind of the theme for that talk by calling Silent Unity from the uh, Peace Chapel the night before. Well, why don't you tell them? Because that was a great affirmation. It was. With spirit as my guide. We are always successful. We're always successful. That's right. And I got to tell everyone, they really, I was inside there. They really do pray as the letters come in, as the phone calls come in. Yeah. And they do really hold your prayer in prayer yeah. for 30 days. I saw that the chapel where the vigil is, where there's people praying and you go in there and you could feel, I'm feeling it again. Just thinking about it. You could feel the energy the of 125 of years of positive. That's prayer the heart power. of the movement right there. And another big piece of unity is the daily word. Uh, we read it every morning. It's a daily affirmative uh, reading that it's uh, you can get it by uh, going to DarylNed.com to the uh, special offer tab. Oh, it's less than three cents a day to subscribe. Yeah, it's just so good. It's so simple and so uplifting. And it's not just for little, little old ladies. Go, Granny, go, Granny, go, Granny, go. And speaking of not just for little old ladies, we have a guest today who we love, who's also a big part of the Unity Movement, actually, Big part of Daryl's introduction. Yeah, I got introduced to Unity. This was the very first uh, Unity minister I ever met in my life. Yeah, and like we said, guided by spirit, we're always successful. And we're always attracted to the people who really harness and are in tune with the spirit of what these teachings are all about. And no one, or, you know, David McClure is among the people that we know who really embody the spirit of what this is all about. So welcome, Reverend David McClure. Hey, you guys. Good to be with you again. Oh, we, we, are we so love grateful. when you're here. Yeah, thank you for coming. Great to be a part of it. Uh, and uh, glad you had another wonderful experience at Unity Village and got to check out Silent Unity and see how they operate. That's where I, I, it all started for me. I worked in Silent Unity part-time as I went to school to become a minister, and uh, uh, it was the greatest experience of my life. Wow. Oh, I mean, she was telling me Joy Cherry's the leader of the leader. I don't know what you would call the director of it now. And she even said, because I said, wow, I feel like my neck's clearing up in here. And she goes, well, you know what? Some of our prayer people come in in the morning and their backs are aching or something, or they had something wrong or a mild cold. And then at the end, they don't even realize it. They go, oh my God, did I, I came to work and my back was killing me. And all that healing prayer for others actually coursed through them and healed them as well. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, uh, isn't it amazing that when you're talking about silent unity, like one of the original, really like the, the, the cornerstone of the unity movement is, 
you know, w- w- of this whole thing is silent unity. Yes. And, you know, Daryl and I have been finding, and that's why we're so blessed to have David McClure on the show, that the spirit of all of this was there at the very beginning. And when we really go into, you know, that original spirit, that it's, it's the same. What they were saying then yes. is what works today. And it's, it is the most powerful part of what this is all about. That's how it all started. It started in the Fillmore's, uh, uh, own home where they got the people together to pray. Uh, and they, they began to call it the Society for Silent Help, which, um, was the original, uh, name of the group. And that spread and, and, uh, expanded to become this worldwide ministry called Silent Unity. And that's what unity's always been. It starts with prayer, ends with prayer. That's amazing. I mean, I didn't even realize it's so funny that we're, we're so, like, our energy is naturally um, talking and expressing about Silent Unity when today's daily word is pray, pray for, for others. others. And we didn't, yeah, I didn't right. know that David worked for, uh, with Silent Unity Me neither. In, in the past. So this is one of those funniest things. Everything's lining up as usual. So, uh, David, would you uh, want to read the Daily Word? See I would where we be happy to. All right, great. Okay, Daily Word for Wednesday, November the 18th, 2016. Pray for others. I bless you, knowing that the power of the divine love is at work in your life. What can I do when a situation or behavior of another concerns me? The best thing I can do is pray. When I pray for a loved one, friend, or even someone I know about from the news or social media, I give the gift of love. Whether I personally know someone or not, I know that we are connected, for the love of God is the source of our being. And so as I pray for someone, I feel our divine connection. As I affirm the goodness of God with them and for them, I open my mind and heart to divine love. And I let this love flow through through me and from me, and I affirm that the highest blessing is unfolding. All of this because we're one in spirit, one in love. And I give thanks to God for the power of love at work in every life. The Bible reading is from 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Let all that you do be done in love. Uh, you know what? This is reminding me. Did we see a bumper sticker somewhere while we were there that said, uh, love, um, love everyone, no exceptions? <laughs> <laughs> we saw that somewhere. Because that really helps me, helps prevent me from mm-hmm. unconsciously or consciously choosing to complain about somebody like it says here it could be someone in the news it doesn't even have to be a friend or a coworker or on social media and i catch myself a lot of the time and i don't always keep them as the no exception part if you know yeah. what i mean yeah here you i kind of allow myself that not even a healthy place. It's not even because it doesn't really bring me any sense of joy. But whenever I include everyone, even those who I think maybe I believe they don't deserve it or yeah, but if I eliminate the but and I include them and send that love to them, I actually feel really good when I do yeah. it. Every time I do mm-hmm. it, no matter how despicable I may think that person is, yes. as soon as I choose to shower them in love and see them joyful, mm-hmm. it changes something inside no, me. No, you're not kidding. Well, love has no exceptions. And so when we accept uh, or uh, separate someone out from uh, this power of love, we're separating ourselves out from it as well. So. Uh, it's uh, uh, diminishing to us as well as to uh, someone we're withholding from. So there are no exceptions. You know, I was, I was, I've been learning to pray every day before I do these lunch groups I do with the kids. And I usually find the person that last week, you know, like, you know, pushed my buttons in some way or was like a seeming difficult for a difficulty for me. And I'll, 
bless them and see God in them and, you know, get myself into some, get in that flow with them. And today I did that with a woman who works uh, as a supervisor on the lunch, in the lunch tables where I, I, my, my group meets right outside the cafeteria on a, a, a bunch of tables right outside. So she's always around and, um, she visibly carries a lot of like, you know, like anger or upsetment inside her, you know, so I was blessing her and focusing specifically on her because that, that's been coming up for me. So I walked in there, I did the, the launch groups and at one point she came out because I wasn't there last week and she let me know that the, the, some of the kids who didn't, for some reason they didn't hear that I wasn't going to be there and they were trying to get in the front of the line to get their lunches and she was very upset about it. And there's another woman there who's a volunteer, who's a friend, who's a parent, who's a friend of the parents of one of the kids in the group. And she was, it was amazing because she said to this other woman who was looking very upset, she looked, she said, to her, yeah. So the, 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 the other woman who was a volunteer said, yeah, but they didn't know about it. You know, they didn't realize there was no group that day. She kept yes. saying things in a loving yes. tone, right? And so then the kind of, I told the upset woman, I'll, I'll do my best next time to make sure they know about it. And right. she went off and, the, I had talked to the volunteer and she said, I said, uh, I said, yeah, thank you. I appreciate, you know, I know I, I, I told her something and she said, oh, you know, I just appreciate what you do. I love this group. I'm so glad this, this group is here. And it helped me to like, what was really bothering me was I was starting to feel like I was doing a bad thing or a bad job because I was letting the woman's negative perspective kind of have the authority within well, yeah, me. Of course. But as I blessed her, I didn't, like the whole thing didn't get resolved. She didn't change. But in my perception, I let go of this feeling that somehow she had authority and that I wasn't doing, so, doing something wrong. I was able to see this group as like, I said, wow, I'm doing a great job. I mean, God's working through me. These kids really are getting along. This is yes. a great group of kids. I had started. The stress was too. I was starting to see it, them through that. Her eyes. Head, and I was like starting to want to crack down on them. But after that woman helped me get refresh my perspective, I was like, man, these kids really have matured. Yes. This is like 50 kids, special ed, general ed, all every, you know, yes. freaks, goons, we're you know, like popular kids, all sitting down. I just put out board games. They play. I go around and I ta- chat with everyone. I was able to see this is an amazing job. And, and it really opens my heart to the woman who's ho- holding that yes. anger so that I could just keep sending love to her that she can just let that go and realize these kids are great and you're doing a great job. And so the, the prayer worked in a way that I didn't expect it. Well, it also took the, the effort out of your hands, and God worked through that other yes. woman for you. Yes, she, yes, it did. In a magical way that you yes. could have not done for yourself. That's right. That's so true. So the prayer was answered. Yes. Well, there's a statement in A Course in Miracles that says, love brings up everything unlike itself. So uh, when love is present and someone is expressing love, stuff comes to the surface, and it comes to the surface to be uh, seen in a different way, to be forgiven or released or loved or yes. uh, understood. Yeah, that's so true. Is that why Ed likes to want, wants to tear my head off when I'm too jolly? <laughs> that, that would probably be true. <laughs> Especially when you're like grumpy jolly. (laughs) You're actually ripping my head off as a form of jolliness because you haven't eaten yet. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what's going on exciting with you these days, David? Well, uh, currently I'm... uh I'm an adjunct uh, instructor with the uh, Unity Worldwide Ministries, uh, teaching the SAE um, classes online um, for teachers and prospective ministers. I'm teaching uh, 12 Powers of Man with nice. Charles Fillmore and loving it, just having a ball with it, really get enjoying uh, being with students from all over the world. And uh, we meet online once a week and uh, wow. 12 Powers. You're a great teacher. I got to give you credit. I mean, I met you up. Yeah, I wanted to say you're a great teacher, David, just simply for the fact that when I stumbled into Unity of Hawaii there on Diamond Head, I was a lost Coast Guardman, and I wandered into a Wednesday night Course in Miracles class you offered because church was still a little scary, but a Marine Corps gunny sergeant said, hey, you should check out Course in Miracles at Unity Church. And 
it blew my mind because you were just such a pleasant, like you are on our show, this pleasant man talking about things that my mind accepted as already knowing, if that makes any sense, where most religious stuff in the past seemed scary. The things you were saying made sense to me. Like I, oh yeah, this, I love, this appeals to me. And look, I'm still, I'm, and look, I'm still here. (laughs) I'm still here. Mm -hmm. So thank you. And where could people find out? Ed was going to share where people could find out. Find out, Dave, Mr. Uh, David McClure is going to find out, uh, share where we can find out about the C program you're talking about, where you're teaching. Yes. Yeah, the C program, you go to unityworldwideministries.org or unity.org. I guess you can just uh, go that, that route and, uh, just look for, uh, SEE and, uh, that will lead you to the uh, curriculum, um, scheduling, how you can register for any of the online classes. Is this something anybody can get involved in? Yes. Yes, anybody can uh, can uh, take the classes. You can audit them. Or if you're really serious about becoming a Unity teacher or, God forbid, a Unity minister, then uh, you can um, you can start the, the journey there. Wow. All right, Reverend David McClure, we love you. Thank you for coming on the air. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Uh, Appreciate it very much, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and your your listeners as well. And tell Donna we're praying for her, and we love her too. Yes. All right, I'll pass that on to her. Thanks so much. Okay, great. Did you want to share the Mother Teresa, or shall we save that for next time? Ooh. Well, let's save that for next time, because we got a lot of mail to read. Well, we do also want to share this quick story that uh, while we were giving our talk at the uni, to the uh, Unity Leadership Team. That's right. Jeff didn't even hear about this. We, we met the most joyous man, and it turned out he was sitting way in the back, but he was laughing. Oh, he was always was And how old was he? He, he was, was like old. 82 years old. So that's finally, right. I couldn't contain myself. I said... Excuse me, sir. Can I ask you a question? And he and I said, "How do you feel? I mean, what do you do to feel so good? I mean, you're 82 years old. How do you honestly feel?" And he said, "I remember what he said. He said, honestly, I feel like a newborn baby. I got no hair, no teeth, and I just wet myself." <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got? We, Look at this weird postcard. Oh, we just tell people we got. It says "Baby Love Lactation Cookies." May your cup runneth over. Yikes! And it's from Dick Coxon, of course. Hey guys, what do you think? They make a great Christmas gift. Organic brewer's yeast, just like little Eddie loves. May your cup runneth over, Dick Coxon. Oh goodness gracious! Let All me right. Get- what else are you? There's always a smart Alec in the bunch. What do we got here? Oh, look at this one. This is from Carol Smith. It says, Hi, Daryl and Ed. I just read a lesson in Course in Miracles today, Lesson 100, that reminded me of you guys and your mission to bring joy to the world, which I love. You should check it out. Just a little of it is in paragraph two where it says, God's will for you is perfect happiness. Your joy must be complete to let his plan be understood by those to whom he sends you. They will see their function in your shining face and hear God calling to them in your happy laugh. Thank you, guys. Carol Smith. You know what's ironic? Yeah. That is so similar to the uh, Mother Teresa quote that we Perfect. were going to read, only this is in plain English. Yeah. Thank you, Carol. We got another letter from our uh, website. I believe it was through our website from Sue. So I just want to thank you so much for such a wonderful show. Your angelic joy has uplifted and inspired me so much. Your conversation about seeing all things as a blessing and about how much God loves me has given me such peace. I haven't been sure that I wanted to keep living. To keep putting one foot in front of the other has been exhausting. But you have reaffirmed my faith in God as well as myself. God bless you both, Sue. Wow. Thank you so so much. much. Because we 
do that on a daily basis. Sometimes Ed and I yeah. feel just like, what's the use? And we yeah. just have to treat ourselves like a firm and loving parent. Yeah, that's why we always say we do this. We follow this stuff so sincerely because we need it more than most. Yes, that's right. It takes a lot of work to be this happy, but it's worth every ounce. <laughs> All right, one last letter. Dear Daryl and Ed, I'm listening to your podcast while I'm paying my bills. This is a chore I used to hate and avoid as long as I could. Then I learned this prayer at my Unity Church. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have and all that I give and all that I receive. Now when I pay bills, I pray blessings and place to all people and businesses I'm paying. I love it. I feel such joy. I'm sending you part of my tithe this month. I love you guys. Namaste, Courtney Johnson. And you know what I do all the time? I've been doing for years in the little memo section. Yeah. I always write, thank you. That's what she wrote. Thank God in that, in that tithe she gave us. I always do. I had to say this one thing. My phone's always so full, right? The memory's always so full. And I'm always wondering why. So I just started affirming the other, a few days ago, I started affirming that, um, my memory is open to new images and ideas, and I write it on my daily to-do list. Yes. Last night, my son gets in the car out of nowhere, picks up my phone, and says, "Dad, you know you have all these i um uh what's podcasts downloaded onto your they're on your phone." And he he said, "Let me erase them for you." He, he cleared up so much memory without out of the blue after I started affirming that for two days. Oh my God! A lot of stuff's been happening out of the blue. Oh, speaking out of blue, who's that? Whoa! whoa, whoa. Hey guys. It's Frankie. Yeah. Listen. Frank Sinatra? What yeah, yeah. Enough, enough, enough of the praise, all right, kid? Listen, I brought the band. Let's hit it. Ready? Yeah. Next time you're down with your chin on the ground, there's a lot to be learned. So look around. Just what makes that little old hand think he'll move that rubber tree plant? Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. He's got high hopes. He's got high apple pie in the sky hopes. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do, including the funniest thing. Dave McClure, we love you. Podcast on iTunes. Jeremiah's underwear. <laughs> Our Twitter at Daryl and Ed. Jeff Comfort, we love you. And uh, there's the funniest thing fan page on Facebook. You can like and send us comments. You could also write to us at funniest thing PO Box thirteen twelve Culver City California nine zero two three two. And as always, thank you for being a part of funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. So in time you're getting low. Instead of letting go, just remember that. Another rubber tree. Oops, there goes another rubber tree. Oops, there goes another rubber tree. Plant. Yeah! Swing, baby, swing. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how 
each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 